Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media, where in one audio you're going to get a string of great memes for you to scrape and share in your circle of influence, and you're going to hear Thomas talk about three uh, tweets from May 29th. Now, to get started, let's take the top tweet, and this is this comes with a video of Robert Mueller. He's giving his farewell speech, and I have that also in the link in the description box if you haven't seen it already. So... Here you go. Nothing changes from the Mueller report. This was insufficient evidence, and therefore in our country, a person is innocent. The case is closed. Thank you. As Attorney General Barr said, if Mueller wasn't, if Mueller knew that he could not charge Trump, a sitting president, with a crime for obstruction of justice in relationship to a crime that didn't happen, then why did he go down that alley? Why did he go down that avenue? Why did he even look at it? He was doing exactly what his job was, hiding literally millions of pieces of exculpatory evidence, evidence that would have proven that Trump was innocent and proven that the other people that were charged during this as ancillary uh, process uh, crimes, lying to, the, lying to them, which was a setup, that's what they always do. So really what was going on? He was hiding the real crimes. That's the reason that he did. We predicted. We predicted. Absolutely, we predicted. Mueller would never testify or under any circumstances be allowed to be asked any questions because he can't answer any of the questions. Or I have yet. a list of 10,000 yes. questions for him that he cannot answer without saying I'm a criminal. Right. Now, what he did was he basically... Did what he always did. What did he do with 911, the 911 commission? Hid the 28 principal pages, the exculpatory evidence that charged actually the Saudi Arabian intelligence agencies with 911, which again, uh, those people, when they got that 28 pages, they couldn't do much with it because of the way that it was presented and so on and so forth. So he makes sure no evidence can ever be presented from the opposite side. Okay, and every word he said was a lie. It was either predicated on a lie or it was a lie, unless he was speaking of the general framework of what he was doing. Other than that, it was 100% a lie. You know what I saw? I saw our vendor, Sambai, standing behind him saying, you need to wrap this up, buddy, and get this issue off the stage because the Queen's getting a little concerned that this is going to the Privy Council way faster than they ever thought. Now, he can't close the special counsel investigation. That's not possible. He has 17 other charges that are ancillary charges coming out of them that he has sent out to other courts, but some of them are in D.C. and some of them are in New York and Virginia. And he can't actually, he cannot retire. What he's saying is, I'm not going to answer any questions. I'm not going to give you any of the evidence. Now, the, what you've seen so far, that's all you're going to see. Mueller can't show us his evidence because then he'd have to say that he questioned Joseph Mifsud, the man he says was the Russian spy, and let him go. He'd have to say that he questioned Carter Page, the man he said was the Russian spy, 100%, guaranteed by the 702s, signed by uh, Comey and by Brennan, both swearing that Carter Page was a, a, a Russian spy. No, he was not. He was an American asset paid by the FBI. Same thing with Felix Sater. He'd have to say that he was paid by the FBI. He'd have to say Sergey Melian was paid. He'd have to say Okay, you see, he can't answer the first question that anyone would ask him. 
Why didn't you look at the other side? And first off, the entire thing and the report, as you know, I've gone off on this many times. The second part has to be thrown in the garbage after you burn it. Because what he did was he can, he assumed, he, he said right in his closing remarks, which are the last remarks you'll probably hear him make, that he can't actually investigate the president, but that he went ahead and he investigated the president. He can't actually charge him with a crime because it's impossible for him to obstruct justice in a case where there was no crime. But what they have done is they rolled together obstruction of justice to mean all kinds of things. That means anything he did that anybody didn't like. Orange man, he didn't like his hair. That's what he was charged with. He didn't like the way uh, Dan McGahn uh, lied. McGahn lied. The White House counsel lied. That was what the obstruction insinuations, which were basically, as Breitbart said, this is nothing more than a slap across Trump's face and pouring fuel on the fire of impeachment in the House because of the Democrats. Well, let's talk exactly about that what it is. because that's the other thing I saw. He does not want to sit there and be questioned by Jerry Nadler and this team. And by the way, where is Jerry Nadler? Now, we saw him have what looked like a heart attack, but definitely a health moment on May 24th. He was taken to the hospital. We have not seen anybody from that hospital come out and give an official release. We haven't seen a statement from Nadler's office. And we're, t we're going into the next work week. So where is Jerry Nadler? Is he dead? Is he alive? Did he have a stroke? Is he incapacitated? Does he need to give up his position there as the chairman? And is he has he been Ginsburged? And what that means, this Ginsburg thing, is that the Democrats seem to think that they own these positions as franchises. So once they have a Ruth Gator Ginsburg in place, they feel that that's their seat, and they'll put who they want in it. But they can't right now because it wouldn't go to another person on the Democrat team. So what they're doing is putting old Ginzi on ice, just holding that position, letting her staff write the opinions. And so I want to know on all these opinions, though Ruthie has been making, when we find out that she has been dead or medically incapacitated for many months, does that mean that every single Supreme Court decision that's been made is null and void? And what about the Supreme Court justices? What are they doing? They're not, they know the American people want to see Ruth, and they're doing nothing. Are we looking at another group of anti-American traitors? All of them. These justices know where Ruth is. I'm sorry, but that's my new term. When they take a political figure, put them on ice, they've been Ginsburged. Kind of like being Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. That's so where is Jerry? Standard operating procedure. Uh, well, first off, to your remark about Ginsburg, the first sign we've had that she's still alive in all these months is that she supposedly argued to no, say... No, but that's not proof of life. No, it's, uh, first off, argued where? It, Who heard that right. argument? It was one statement, and the statement <clears throat> was, you cannot call a pregnant woman a mother. Uh, excuse me, that Ruth. Was a, that was a propaganda Excuse trick. me, Ruth. That was a propaganda trick. It had to come from her, and I don't believe it, and I don't believe she no, said it. because It's, it's a propaganda a, trick, Legally, Thomas. that's a horrible thing to say, because now she's she's absolutely obscuring the line between whether the child is a child, whether they're a human or not, whether the pregnant mother is a mother. But it's she not mothers, she it's mothers her, the, it's, the 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 uterus she mothers the embryo. Hello. It's not her. It's her left leaning staff, her clerks that are writing these opinions. Well that's exactly what it sounded like. It was 
when they said that uh, what is going on is basically uh, eugenics, killing children for the purpose of killing children so there's no more people in the world. And uh, uh, she then came out and said, no, you're wrong. You called a pregnant woman a mother. No, if you read these articles... You don't see Ruth standing there telling you this. That's the it point. It is her spokesperson or the court spokesperson or worse yet, there is no source. I'm telling you, this is sophisticated propaganda that we expect our audience to look through and see it as what it is, propaganda. The justice who said that it was eugenics is willing to stand behind that. The little statement from uh, Ginsburg's assistance was, as you say, nothing more than uh, political propaganda, yellow journalism to try to say, I'm a woman and I'm on the Supreme Court and I say you're not a mother until when I say you're a mother. It's a subtle way to let us think that she's alive. They know that she is not capable of standing on a podium and telling anything to the public. Until we see that, that's what we assume, or that she is not even alive, one or the other. It's kind of like Jerry Nadler. Now, Nadler... He was in a basic boxing match with every single Republican in the House Judiciary Committee, and he was losing, and he was losing bad. And the only reason that it moved forward is because he basically ramrodded it against the wishes of every Republican on the committee and anyone with any sane mind or heart. So Jerry Nadler can't handle the pressure, and the pressure's only just beginning. It's only just beginning for impeachment. It has to come out of his committee. Well, what's he going to do? He's not going to be able to question Mueller now that he's a private citizen. You see, they can, uh, Cummings and others uh, can attack him for taxes and and uh, Schiff can attack him for supposedly Schiff, uh, Adam Schiff has secret information that proves collusion. Still to this day, he still has it, but it, it wasn't given to Mueller. Mueller didn't find it. Nobody found it and it's never been released to the press, but that's what they have. They have a Nadler who was losing the boxing match, a Schiff who was already criminally guilty, and both of them were criminally guilty for uh, witness tampering with uh, Cohen and uh, others for their committee. And the tax issue, its even if they give up the taxes, it's not going to prove anything. We, we already know that the FBI has already investigated all of that when Trump was uh, a candidate. And they investigated his dad. And there's no wrongdoing. There's nothing. There might be things they can... Uh, make fun of. That's all they're doing. This is nothing more than calling names. This is a uh, kindergarten uh, sandbox fight from the Democrat side. But what it's doing is it's causing a national security attack upon our commerce, our economy, upon our foreign policy. It's outright obstruction of justice. And it's treason. And so let's talk about this for a second. The entire Mueller, what Mueller said was predicated upon him, and he went back to it. It is his last statement, which is, he indicted invisible Russians. Okay? He indicted people who worked for a Russian company. They're all invisible, 25 of them. And that's what he said he did. He went out there to do this investigation, and he came back with criminals, 25 imaginary, fake uh, names they got from a unicorn of GRU, he, you know, Russian agents who supposedly acted as Americans and influenced our election. We have President Obama, we have Clapper, we have Comey, and we have all of them saying not one single vote was changed by Russian meddling. 
Why? Because they had to allow it because they knew it was going on, the little bit that was going on, and they did nothing, and that was going to be their excuse, Like just like the dossier was an insurance policy. By the way, that's not what they used. They used national security letters, so those dossier, the, the dossier supporting the FISA court, so what? The FISA court is as corrupt as it can be. It should have been closed down already. We already know that. Judge, uh, what's her name, Rosemary Collier, already wrote the report saying it was 100%, more than 100%, completely illegal in its activities. And what they were doing with the NSA was another whole thing that has now come out since 2012. They were using the NSA information through all the 17 agencies, as well as all their corporate buddies. 850,000 people with top secret security clearances had access to everything Trump was doing or anything that any enemy of Obama or Hillary were doing. That's what was going on. 100% surveillance of everybody targeting anybody they wanted with absolute no discretion. And that's what Admiral Rogers did in March of 2016, demanding that the FISA court stop giving out these FISA court warrants like popcorn without looking at the evidence and stop using NSA uh, information to unmask and to surveil their opponents out of the White House and out of Hillary's weaponized seventh floor of the State Department. That's what was going on. And now that's been proven, it goes all the way back to 2012. So they can't get out of this. So what do we have now? You have, a, you have a Robert Mueller coming out saying, I'm not answering any questions and I'm taking all my evidence with me because the evidence would prove that all he did was cover up for the criminals. Remember, he investigated 500 people, but all we ever heard about were the Republicans connected to Trump, and all we ever heard about was the dirt and the fake dirt and the leaks. My first question to Robert Mueller, why didn't you, enclose, why didn't you close the investigation down when you saw that the leaks were endemic to your special counsel investigation? As you know, it must be secret. And since nothing was kept secret that had to do with the Republicans, everything was kept secret to do with the Democrats. Why didn't you close it down? Yeah, well, the, the, the obvious thing is, is that that question is at a lower level because we know what was taking place. You have crown agents here, seriously, from the Queen of England, the Privy Council, all the way down, coming over to America and trying to overthrow our president that we American people elected, the British crown is trying to overthrow, and they use Mueller and Arvander Sambai and Alison Saunders and all, Robert Hannigan, and they use these people to come over here and do it. I'm telling you, this is an act of war, and I want to know where the military is. They need to arrest his sorry ass as soon as he's a private citizen and haul him off to a military tribunal for all the crimes he has committed. Against the American people. He faked that he was doing a grand jury investigation, which was nothing more than John Brennan's CIA counterintelligence crossfire hurricane added on to the, well, over 28, let's just call it two dozen treasonous acts of the FBI, DOJ, State Department, CIA using the NSA and using the FISA court and using... Clapper's office and using the White House and everyone concerned with Obama's administration at the top to basically weaponize every aspect that the federal government has in a war against Donald Trump. A and war? it is that is not an no, exaggeration. It's not just a war against Donald Trump. It's against the American citizens. And we are 
more than upset about this. This is not going to be a passing moment. This is what treason looks like. These are treasonous bastards, and they need to be dealt with. Yes, and they won't, because you see, the setup, as you pointed out, had to do with Britain. And Britain set this up a long time ago when they had Comey and Mueller make sure that exculpatory evidence would be absolutely up to the discretion of the federal government whether they would allow or whether they would even show it in court, whereas, in fact, it is illegal to do so. So all the evidence that would have really proven what was really going on was completely hidden by Mueller. For instance, the fact that they mentioned Cambridge Analytica. Now it's up to, you know, 86 million people had their data stole for Cambridge Analytica. That is a lie. It was the opposite. The mother company, Strategic Communications Laboratory, was paid $86 million by our tax dollars. Brits were paid to come in and do what Robert Mueller says Russians did. It was the Global Engagement Center that had a contract with the Strategic Communications Laboratory, which is ran by Sir Jeffrey Paddy and Lord Malik Brown, which goes to the Privy Council. And, and Cambridge Analytica was a sub-company of theirs. And the data that was used by Trump was taken from Brits. It wasn't even American data. And it was third-hand data that anybody could buy on the internet. Well, let's be really obvious when they sent Nick Clegg over here to r start running Facebook. I mean, Facebook has always been a Brit operation. There were no Russians trying to interfere in the election whatsoever. Now, the whole thing, as Robert Mueller started off with, first off, a liar stumbles and stutters, don't they? He stumbled and stuttered more than any speech I've ever heard given by a professional. He would give away his own Freudian slips by saying would instead of would not. His double negatives were so complicated that he had to repeat them every time he used a double negative to make sure that it went into the record properly so that he could be, it's his excuse, it's doublespeak, it's disinformation, it's what the, it's a counterintelligence operation. That's what you witnessed. And he said the entire thing was predicated upon the fact that they investigated the DNC server and it was hacked by Russians. They never looked at the DNC server. That is a lie. We know that. They never looked at it. They had a Russian, Dmitry Alperovich, go in in April of 2015 and, and, and basically plant the GRU footprints because they knew at that point through their own study of Hillary that she couldn't win because of her connections to the Russians and Uranium One, her illegal deals with Russia, as well as her overt deals with Russia. She was in bed with Putin. Putin didn't try to influence the election against Hillary. That would be insane. He had the best thing going in Russian history with America. I could go into a million details. You know, the, the tech city, the, the uranium deal here in America, the uranium deal of missiles, uranium-238 coming to America. I mean, they were selling us their old warheads, but we haven't denuclearized our old warheads. Now what we've done is we've handed it to Putin, to a company, to now come over and denuclearize our warheads so that the uranium-238 will still be in the hands of Putin in our own country. This is treason. And it was covered up by Robert Mueller and Andrew McCabe for 10 years when Hillary was setting up the Uranium One deal and Mueller was setting up and, make, and, and, and putting gag orders on people who were witnesses and developing people uh, who were assets against the Russians. 10 Russian spies had to leave when they finally charged 10 Am, 
the American-Russian company with the uh, extortion and uh, theft and manipulation and blackmail and everything else they did in the uranium business for 10 years. That was Mueller. What happened? No one's going to hear a word because it's all sealed. That's what he just did with his special counsel investigation on Trump, predicating it upon the nonsense that he did an investigation. He didn't do any investigation. He used the $12 million from Fusion GPS that was used for oppositional research. That all went to him through Comey and others, many others. And then he used the $50 million from Oleg Deripaska, the very person The very person that he and others mentioned is the sensitive person right next to Putin. Hello? That's true. But who was turning Oleg Oleg Deripaska to work for the FBI and CIA? That was us. And he laughed at us and he went out and he told the public that they tried to do this to him. And then he gave tens of millions of dollars to Dianne Feinstein's ex aide in the Senate Intelligence Committee who opened his own company to carry on the work of Fusion GPS, got $50 million from Hollywood idiots, Oleg Deripaska, George Soros, and other foreign agents, which then was used to create information to give to Mueller. Mueller's 14, uh, excuse me, Mueller's 12 people who work for uh, Concord Catering came from an article in 2014 in the New York Times. Those people all have come out, a half of them have come out and said that that company wasn't in existence during the election. Mueller can't win that case. It's going to be in the courts forever. The case against Daniel Steele, notice uh, uh, Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele, the writer of the dossier, says he won't come and testify. Wait a second. We paid you. Fusion GPS paid you. You were one of our agents. We paid Stefan Halper, who you were working with. You need to answer to us. Well, listen, if if Robert Mueller were an honest, law-abiding American who really cared about truth, we would have uncovered what really happened at 9-11 back then instead of it lingering forever in history. And even then, with Robert Mueller in charge, we would never really know the truth. Now, Thomas, you've spoken to this before. I want to ask you this question. Work it in some way. Robert Mueller could face a military tribunal. He, ha- he, he, is, um, he has the right resume to face that tribunal. He Please still explain. has a top secret security clearance that's military. So therefore, he is subject to the Uniform Code of Military Justice in relationship to the fact that he's broken his top secret security clearance. Now, Italy... How? Be specific. How did he break I- I'm going to go into okay. that. Italy recently uh, fired six top intelligence agents, two of whom led two of their major agencies. Why? Because they set up George Papadopoulos in Rome through Joseph Mifsud, who was an agent of the Italian and British government and kind of a free rogue agent, who Mueller identifies as a Russian agent, the key Russian agent, who was going to give George Papadopoulos the 33,000 missing Hillary emails to prove that the Russians had hacked the DNC. Now, remember, I've already pointed out that Mueller went to a guy, he has tried to accuse six different people. I want to give you all the names. Six different people he's tried to accuse of being the hackers. Now he's just saying it's it's the anonymous, you know, it's the hackers online, it's Goosefer 2.0, it's the GRU invisible unicorn uh, uh, Russian agents who don't exist, who uh, just are in his imagination, probably names that John Brennan got when he first went to Russia when all of this started. No one's asked John Brennan, why did you go to Russia and not meet with your own equivalent in Russia, but you met with a bunch of intelligence agents. Well, they had to fire Italian 
intelligence agencies. We need to fire American intelligence agency heads because of the crimes that are committed. It's the same crime, but it's here in America. So if they did it in Italy, and we know they're hiding it in Britain because of the recent uh, two huge exposés in uh, the Telegraph uh, news Where agency. they're spewing out their propaganda alibis. Total alibi nonsense, saying that Theresa May didn't know. But, oh, uh, I didn't know about Sir, it. Sir no, Charles no, Farr no. knew, the head of the all the intelligence agencies, but he didn't happen to mention it to her. He didn't mention it to anyone in the Privy Council. No. Though the, Everybody in the world knows, but May doesn't know. That's right. The MI6 had new. The the current MI6 had new. The current MI5 had new. Betsy and out here in mid-America know. The head of GCHQ, John uh, Robert Hannigan, knew. The ex-head of MI6, Robert Dearlove, knew. Stefan Halper, an agent for MI6 and MI5, knew. Donald Trump knows. They all knew. The Brits were 100% complicit in this, and they were putting it in their newspaper Every day almost saying George Papadopoulos was this hero and you have Boris Johnson with his arm around him and you have David Cameron getting in a fight where George Papadopoulos tells David Cameron, you can't cuss at Donald Trump. And then Cameron apologizes. Okay, that's insane. And we know that our vendor Sambai and Alison Saunders had, uh, well, Alison Saunders had dinner with the Auras. Sambai was the basically the person in charge of the Robert Mueller investigation. Notice Britain... No British agents. They were all interviewed. None of them were indicted. None of them had any problems. None of them were leaked. Did you hear any leaks about any of these other people that were investigated, supposedly? They weren't investigated. There was no investigation going on. It was a cover-up. And the only investigation was from opposition research groups being paid by foreign agents like Oleg Deripaska. Yes, Putin's best friend who roams free in America and along with uh, Bill Browder and along with Le- uh, Leonid Blavatnik and many, many others, they control the Federal Election Commission's nonsense of super PACs that allows foreign governments to control our elections even before it gets to the rigged election but machines and the software that's rigging them and so the on and so forth. Tell me where Mueller gets picked up by the military. Oh, sorry. So and Mueller. I want to know where our military is. If you're listening and you're with the military... Start. I know. I know. You probably can't question authority, but we need to start questioning why the military isn't moving on Robert Mueller. You see, what can happen is a variety of things. But let's just look at a simple thing. Let's just look at the fact that his report is a big fat lie, and it hides treason. Okay, for that reason alone, he can be picked up by the military because he basically is now the ringleader, cover-up ringleader for the treason that Comey and McCabe and the whole weaponized Obama administration, he is now the leader of it. Well, he, he, has the, he has all the material, the exculpatory evidence, and the real evidence that would put all the other 500 people that he, invest, that he talked to and let go free and, didn't, and did immunity deals with, like the Podestas, like Comey, like McCabe, like uh, Joseph Mifsud, like all those people. That was criminal treasonous activity because he is still underneath, and this is beautiful. Remember when Trump said he was going to take away the top secret security clearances of these jerks? Who yeah, but the senior executive they service didn't. personnel wouldn't they let it happen. They didn't. So they are still underneath their obligations of those top secret security agreements, <gasps> which are stacked up on top of each other. Oh. When you get to that high a position, you've signed a dozen of them. Oh, Brennan could go down. They all can go down. Well, well let's see to it jail. happen. 
Not that's, to just... We're talking uh, that's clapper. Uh, let's go through the, th- the process. We expect them to be indicted properly and have a trial, whether it's military or not, and go through the process. And if they're found guilty, this is treason. We must get them off of the face of the earth. These people were going to turn us into a prison planet. This is worse than just murder, worse than genocide. They were going to take out the whole planet. Because Admiral Rogers came forward in March of 2015 and start, uh, excuse me, 16 and started the whole process that led to an IG investigation of the FISA court, which found it to be a 100% noncompliance both domestically and internationally, he tried to cover his bases because he is military and he could be held for treason. So that's why he took those actions and went to Trump as he was supposed to and said, treasonous actions are going on. That's why Trump moved out of Trump Tower, which was physically wiretapped. Everything, everything there was wiretapped, not just phones, not wireless phones. We're talking about every computer, every fax machine. That's how they got the, the communications between Donald Jr. and Rob Goldstone. Now, the rest of them didn't. Brennan is ex-military, so he would have signed those secret top secret security clearances. Uh, so is Mueller. So is um, Clapper. Comey is not. He's a sissy. He and his uh, big, tall twin brother, who don't get me started, Peter Comey and don't James Comey, are just two of the most horrible people imaginable on the face of the earth because they're also cowards. And they also cover their bases. And then they come out and they try to moralize publicly because they think that like in the 60s, if you say something on TV, people are going to believe it. They don't. When you say it now, Comey, we assume it's a lie. Same for you, Clapper. Same for you, Brennan. So go on ahead and keep working as analysts for the mainstream media because now we know what the truth is because you're spouting always lies. You're like Maxine Waters who just called Trump a pornographic fornicator. Now, when was Trump in a porno movie fornicating? Can, can, okay, okay, someone okay. show me that? But, but, but these people all show up on CNN, right? And we need to start calling out CNN. It's AT&T CNN. AT&T bought CNN. They are not going to like it in the end if uh, we patriots out here start pointing to AT&T and hold them responsible for this garbage we're seeing on CNN. We'll, or we'll just go to another uh, service, not AT&T's. I'm just saying, this is just madness. We need to see some indictments. AG Barr, great. What I'm seeing on the surface looks good. I haven't seen anybody in handcuffs. Hillary's still walking around. I want to see something. Citizens out here want to see something. And we don't want to see low-hanging fruit. We have been through this for two years. We have been through this since 9-11. We need to see some people in Gitmo. The mainstream media has been supporting the senior executive service bureaucratic status quo establishment for a long, long time. Then they became the Democratic National Committee. They became nothing more than the voice of the Democrat Party. Now they have become the intelligence for the treasonous shadow government. And they all, the only excuse they can have is, I, I only read what I was on the screen and I did what I was told. That doesn't work when it comes to treason because you know that what you said was treasonous because you know it's a lie because you know you made it up. You know you read it off of a screen come from ISIS management, AVID, and you know that it didn't come from the Associated Press, and even if it did, there's no name at the bottom of it, so you know it's propaganda. 
You're so, all guilty. So that's the Ginsburg thing. It was, as she said, but it never gave you a source, and we didn't see her saying it. And at this point in time in American history, sorry, we're all pretty jaded out here. Unless we see Ruth Ginsburg's lips moving and words coming from her mouth, we assume she's dead, and we assume all you SCOTUS scumbags up there are holding this from the American people. And when Robert Mueller lied and said he's going back to public life, wrong. Then turn no, in your private, top secret. private life. He says he's going to private life. Private life. That's what I said. Oh, I said public. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I did. He's going back to his life at Wilmer Hill. Let me put it that way. And But he's carrying his top secret security clearance and still being a consultant to, uh, to um, all, well, to certain hedge funds, to certain banks. I, I could name oh, them all. Oh, you mean trying to protect his money and offshore Correct. accounts? Because he's got a ton of it, and so he's got to go take care of those law firms and hedge funds because that's where his money is. Before he took this job, he, remember, I told you Comey only took the job because he was paying paid in offshore accounts $100 million, $10 million a year. Otherwise, those two clowns make that much for doing nothing, just being a lawyer for HSBC at a consultant stage uh, uh, that took him 15 minutes. Uh, Mellon Optima, Bridgewater, Lockheed Martin, L3, uh, you name it, these guys are into the criminal corporate intelligence and they get paid fantastic sums of money. So when they come to do these nice little deeds, and by the way, when they say 35 million, wrong, wrong, wrong. Minimum, I'll bet a nickel, 50 million for just the lawyers under Mueller were not accounting for all of the other 40, 50 agents that were used. We're talking $100 million. And before that, there were eight other investigations that we know cost at least $150 million. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars have been proved to try to create a crime to throw against Trump to de depose him to get him out of his office, a regime change, an impeachment. You call it impeachment, but if there's no crimes, then it's a regime change, and there is no crime because he couldn't have obstructed justice because there was no collusion, and he couldn't have obstructed justice with Comey because he was his subordinate, and he couldn't have obstructed with Michael Flynn because he allowed him to be fired, and he couldn't have obstructed justice with the special counsel investigation because even Robert Mueller said it was basically historic cooperation and as A.G. Barr said, there should have never been a single reference to obstruction. That was nothing more than Mueller's job. Mueller's job was to cover up, hide the trail of the criminals, which is mostly Democrats in this particular case. And then what was he supposed to do? Set up the House for impeachment by insinuating through double negatives, double speak, disinformation, misinformation, and a counterintelligence operation insinuating that Trump did something wrong when even his report, though it tried to, it was picky uni and went after everything it could, even that, nothing in the report even insinuates high crimes and misdemeanors appropriate for an impeachment. Well, you see, they're all high and mighty, Thomas. And they don't think that we out here are innovative and creative. So they, we, we've shown you all the ways that they had this election rigged. Well, maybe not all the ways, but some of the primary ways. And it's unbelievable what Hillary and her team had done. And that's why she could walk around to go to small groups, not show up here and there, because she knew she had it in the bag. She, she had done that much work behind the scenes on rigging the election. But patriots out here, we were not going to see Hillary Clinton elected. 
No way. And we got organized. And we know how to work the internet. They may, see, Mark Zuckerberg and his little group, they stole it. They stole social media. They don't really know how to operate it. But we out here, we knew how to operate it. And we got our teams, we got them organized, and we started blasting the hell. We used that internet, and we took down Hillary Clinton because we simply showed up and we voted in such large numbers that even their rigged electronic devices couldn't overthrow what we the people wanted. Now, here's the deal. They don't know how we did it. And they're trying to find out. So they think, well, the Russians did it. Somebody came in and helped because we had the whole thing rigged and locked down for Hillary and it didn't happen. And, they're, and they need more information, but they're not going to find out because we're keeping that top secret. Now, Le Pen. Last time, she didn't win because they stopped her from having free speech and they accused the Russians of meddling in the election. And all over Europe, they accuse the Russians of meddling in elections, right? Even with Brexit vote, they accuse the Russians. Okay, well, now that we know the Russians didn't have nothing to do with meddling in our election, that has spread throughout the rest of the world, just like MAGA has spread throughout the rest of the world. And, and remember, everybody's reading our report, so they know the ways that the election boxes and stuff are being rigged. If you demand paper ballots and paper ballots are created, then you always have a fallback system to demonstrate and you have to not allow ballot harvesting. There has to be a cutoff date. You can't have trucks showing up with ballots and you just unload them uh, off of, uh, uh, with, I mean, it was unbelievable what we saw in Florida. The more votes they needed, the more trucks showed up with harvested ballots. Unbelievable. So anyway, that's, we've now, expose these things they've come out they cannot win fairly we saw that the seven what was it 17 contested results all went to democrats and most of them were ballot harvesting and now we all oh no no well let's go into the next tweet because it does have something to do about the election okay uh i just want to say one more thing you got to see the only truth out of Robert Mueller's mouth, and it almost killed him to say it, was that anyone is presumed innocent until proven guilty. But then he immediately said, I cannot say that Trump is not not guilty. Well, we can say that Robert Mueller is guilty. He's 100%, 100% guilty. 100% guilty. We have the proof. We've given it in our treason reports and our crime line. Barr should have a copy if all you patriots out there have been doing your job. And he needs to go down. He just imploded their impeachment attempts. He was supposed to come and testify, they thought, to continue this and then get him to say that, well, if it had been him, no, 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 it was you. It was you and Rosenstein who decided not bar that there was no obstruction. So you can't use insinuations of something you didn't like as a crime or high a misdemeanor, high crimes and impeach Trump in the House. Because remember, it only takes a majority vote. Uh, last time they tried to impeach him, what'd they get? You know, a few votes. And they tried a second time. People forget this. They've already had two impeachment votes. The second, the first time, I think it wouldn't, I don't even know if it went to a vote. I'm not even sure it was seconded, but it was put forward. And then it was put forward a second time and it got just a few votes. And then it was put forth a third time, actually. And uh, it got like 40 votes. So is are, are these Democrats really going to vote for impeachment? If they vote for impeachment, they're not going to get reelected. Are you kidding? Jerry Nadler may not even show up for work anymore. We don't know Jerry Nadler's state. Okay. I think because Maxine and Pelosi and the others have gone completely insane, accusing Trump of being a pornographic fornicator and a li- every every name you can imagine, uh, that's because their impeachment 
attempts are imploding because Robert Mueller is not going to testify and give them what they thought that they needed, the last piece to the puzzle. They're not going to get it. Okay, so this, these next two tweets are about the um, Senate position in Alabama. Republicans cannot allow themselves to again lose the Senate seat in the great state of Alabama. This time it will be for six years, not just two. I have nothing against Roy Moore, Moore, and unlike many other Republican leaders, wanted him to win, but he didn't and probably won't. If Alabama does not elect a Republican to the Senate in 2020, many of the incredible gains that we have made during my presidency may be lost, including our pro-life victories. Uh, Roy Moore cannot win, and the consequences will be devastating. Judges and Supreme Court justices. Oh, I have something to say about that. But Please. Please. Look, right now, folks, it's all about winning. So don't get wrapped up about the man, Roy Moore. Let him go. I have a, I have a thought. I've kind of seen it circulating around the Internet. I think it's one that we could at least look at. Let's ask Representative Matt Gates to run for senator in Alabama. He's a phenomenal patriot. He's just doing some amazing work. He's in the House right now. Now, he is in the district in Florida known as the Panhandle. And we, I know we have people all around the world listening to us. I'm a Panhandle girl myself. When you look at that area, we're really talking about the same kind of culture, people. Um, we're looking at Dothan, Alabama, and Pensacola, Florida, Tallahassee, Mobile, Birmingham. I've lived in all these areas. It would be so easy for Matt just to move over to Alabama and run as senator there. Now, you would think, whoa, you know, move, wow. Well, you only have to live in in Alabama for one day in order to be qualified to run for U.S. Senate position there. I'm just saying, Matt, consider it. Uh, put your exploratory team together and see if you might be a viable candidate. And if not, Matt, we need to find someone who can hold his or her own against the uh, Democrat candidate. That's right. And it's so critical. This next election will be the second most critical election in U.S. history, period. The first was when Trump got elected. If he doesn't get elected this time, there, there will be no America within just a few years, depending if Hillary and her claws and, or through Biden or anyone else get into the White House. It is critical that Republicans take control of the House, the Senate, and keep the White House, and keep the Senate. If we lose one single Senate vote, it could be critical. Look what John McCain did. We are still all suffering because of Obamacare, because John McCain took that grotesque power with him to the grave. Well, that's the other thing, too. We, we need to get rid of the Republican Party the way it is. These are filled with Republicans against Trump. We call them rats, where they're rhinos and Romneys. We, and so the best thing to do in a quiet and gentle manner is just make sure that all your campaign dollars, at least for this campaign season of 2020, go to Donald J. Trump. Dot com, not to the Republican National Committee. We need to show the RNC that we're in charge, not them, so that you don't have people like that Amash guy from um, Michigan or uh, your McCain's. I mean, even Mitch McConnell, dirtbag as he is. Oh, I've got something to post tonight about he and his uh, uh, Chinese wife, Elaine Chow, that'll blow you away at how much corruption is in that family. And Mitch McConnell is taking part of it. Another traitor to America. We saw the most historic group of senators and, and uh, representatives leave the Congress at the midterm 
than we've ever seen in history. That's because the new sheriff in town said there's going to be lawfulness, and those who weren't well ensconced, like the ones screaming the loudest, the loudest non-Trumpers or never-Trumpers, check their wealth out and ask how, under with $174,000 a year job, they have you know $100 million in the bank. And every year, uh, they're incredible investments get them, you know, 10, 20 million dollars a year. Look at Pelosi, look at Feinstein, look at any of them, any of them, especially Democrats in California. But the point is, is the really, uh, the ones who weren't ensconced, who really didn't have their show together, they were just taking a lot of corruption, uh, but they didn't have it covered well, they jumped ship, right? Just like all the people who were criminals in this conspiracy, all the lawyers jumped ship. First people out, lawyers, right? And so the first people out of Congress and the Senate, who's that? Those were the corrupt lawyers who didn't have it covered. But the ensconced people are screaming bloody murder because they have to keep their positions and they will do anything short of calling Trump the Antichrist, which I'm sure they have called him, or any other name they can, simply name calling. When you revert to name calling, you have no more logic or no more intelligence. So the Democrat, the demon rat, the anarchist party, the socialist party, the fascist far-left progressive party. You mean the communist infiltration of America? Thank you. That's, I should have said that. The communist it, infiltration it of America All this time we were told China. to fear it, but we were told the picture would look like uh, Chinese coming over the border with guns. No, instead, it's this more subversive way of just slowly taking over our government. But then in the end, you find out that it's really the Brits that are doing it. And again, we don't mean the good brothers and sister patriots in Britain who are fighting for their own freedom. We're talking about your monarch, your oligarchs. They are the ones that are doing this. They have nothing to stand on except George Soros, open society, open borders, uh, insanity, chaos, uh, uh, cultural Marxism, uh, Marxist chaos. There's all kinds of names for it. But what's going on here is the absolute death of the Democrat Party. Because why? The truth is coming out. And those people who are the leaders, what a joke, they have no moral uh, stature. They have nothing to stand on. They have no platform. They have no planks in their platform. It's all anti-Trump. In other words, they've even come out to say, I will be a globalist. I will be at open borders. I will be, I will support MS-13. I will support illegal aliens. I will support everything illegal as long murdering as it's against babies. murdering babies. babies. This but, is a party of death and destruction. Yeah, as long as it's against Trump. And yes. it's justified because it's a two-party system, and I can go as crazy as I... It's like looking at Britain. How many people have to be stabbed by knives before they say no more invaders? Okay, let's it's wrap just, it up, Thomas. Same thing happening here in America. We'll be here for three hours. The Democrats are allowing the invaders in. They are perpetrators. They are complicit. They are basically criminal. They're the party of criminality. And at this point, it's so clear, and I don't think they have uh, anything to stand on anymore. I believe that they would go to impeachment uh, uh, just up until Mueller just opened his mouth and said he would not testify. If Mueller's not testifying and Rosenstein's going to stay closed-lipped, then it's over, just as Trump said.